Good day. You are listening to a podcast by the Unaverage Joel. I'm Joel, and thank you for tuning in. I believe we have all been made on purpose for a purpose, and it is my sincere hope that what you hear today will be entertaining and also add some value to your life. Join me in conversation as we discuss a range of topics from fun, food, and faith. What's up? Welcome to the Unaverage Joe's sixth episode of the Big Three. My name is Joel. It's so good to have you back listening to my podcast. Thank you to those who um, have been listening to me, even though we were on a long hiatus and we were back last week, and now we are on episode six of the Big Three. And today might be a little bit of a shorter podcast or a shorter episode because I don't want to give too many spoilers as to. You know the content of the items I will be talking about today. So today I will be talking about a habit that is rarely talked about, especially in today's digital era and in today's digital age. And that habit is reading. What does reading have to do with our lives? And I think reading has enriched so many people's lives over generations.、Um, you know, throughout the time that I've worked. Um, you know, throughout my adult life, I've been working mainly, you know, with digital content and digital in the digital space, and so reading has taken a very different form, especially in the last ten years, fifteen years, perhaps.、Uh, but when I was younger, I definitely did not like to read. I hated reading. Reading was one of those things that I definitely did not want to touch, especially storybooks. I don't know why I had a An aversion towards storybooks, and so I actually loved to read magazines, articles, and I loved to read books with facts. And even up until today, many of my family members and my friends、uh, know me as a person who knows unnecessary information or facts. And I think it goes back to my childhood, where I didn't want to read. Storybooks, and I I don't know what it what it is because I actually loved stories. I loved watching stories, and I loved listening to stories. My grandmother used to tell some of the best stories. In fact, not just the stories were good; she was a really good storyteller. So I loved stories, but somehow or another, I just never liked reading storybooks. And my dad, who was a huge fan of Enid Blyton, when he was a kid,、uh, tried to persuade and convince, and even you know. Even be strict about our habit of reading, and 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 you know he would make sure that we would be grounded if we don't read certain books or we don't read a number of books by a certain age. But I just had this aversion towards storybooks, and I have no idea why. But I will go into how I came to like it.、Um, the first time I actually started reading and enjoying reading storybooks on novels as a child was. Somewhere in my mid-teens, I think I was fifteen, sixteen years old, when I picked up a book called *The Magician's Nephew*. And for those of you who are a fan of the series, you would already know what series this is. *The Magician's Nephew* is actually a prequel, but the number one in the series of *The Chronicles of Narnia*. So the first book written was actually *The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe*, and many of you would know that story from the Big blockbuster movie that we have,、um, but actually the first book in that entire Chronicles of Narnia series was The Magician's Nephew, and I started reading it, and I got more and more intrigued, and I 
continued reading the language and wardrobe and I was even more intrigued and then the characters started to evolve and grow up and I completed the entire seven books of the Chronicles of Narnia and it was thoroughly enjoyable. After that, I went back to what my dad wanted to persuade me to read and that was Enid Blyton books. So I, I went through some of the Enid Blyton books that he had recommended and yes, I did enjoy some of these series, especially the Secret series, the Adventure series. Uh, when I was younger, Disney Channel actually had an Enid Blyton series. So I'd already known like a little bit of the stories through the TV series, but actually reading the books uh, was much better. And then there was a series by Enid Blyton that I couldn't stop reading and that was the Mallory Tower series and for those of you who've read it watching Harry Potter even though I did not read the Harry Potter uh, series uh, books but watching Hogwarts in the in the Harry Potter film series actually reminded me so much of Mallory Towers and just recently I think BBC in the UK had the Enid Blyton Mallory Tower series as a TV series and I really can't wait to watch that you know so Mallory Towers is simply about uh, well there's a main character uh, whose name is Daryl and she is a part of this boarding school in the in the UK in in Britain and so um, yeah so the series of Mallory Towers is basically the adventures of Daryl in Mallory Towers you know you you will read about her friends and her teachers and the pranks they played you know when we were younger we always get a very gloomy impression of what a boarding school would be like because boarding school is when parents have really naughty children and they don't know what to do with them and so they ship them off to a boarding school but Mallory Towers really showed me that a boarding school can be really fun uh, so yes if you are below the age of 20 or even at 15 years old I would recommend go and read the Chronicles of Darnia and Enid Blyton's Mallory Towers series um, yes, even though I, I am a guy, the Mallory Tower series, which is, you know, uh, uh, about an all-girls boarding school, was ridiculously fun to read. So go pick these two series up. Yes, so that was my journey with actual storybooks or novels. I started off a bit late at the age of 15, 16, actually enjoying reading these types of books but if you already enjoy reading novels and stories these two are like my top two i would definitely recommend um, so later on in life i actually started reading different types of books books that will help my spirit books that will help my christian living and my daily life in general and so i to in today's episode i just want to recommend the top three books that are must reads before the age of 30. I've already named two series that I think you should read before even 20. But let me just start off by talking about three books, three must-read books to read before 30. So the first one I want to recommend is a book called The Applause of Heaven. The Applause of Heaven is like a very light but interesting, fascinating read. And, and I just want to recommend The Applause for Heaven uh, for those of you who might not really be into reading that much because I think Applause of Heaven by an author called Max Locado um, really got me starting on this journey of reading these types of books that will help my living. And it really changed my perspective about how to live. And fun fact, I actually started reading this book when I was only 17 years old. I went for a Bible camp and... 
at the Bible camp, we were asked to uh, read a book and write a report based on the book. And as I was writing the report, I really started to enjoy analyzing and processing this book in writing. And, and that was such a fulfilling experience. And I remember enjoying this book because I think the transition from reading stories to reading um, something about life and living was such such an easy transition because Max Locato is an author that likes to use stories as channels for lessons to get you to understand a concept or to understand uh, a perspective. And so I think that was, a, as I said, a very easy transition for me to get from storybooks and novels into reading books about you know living or, or life in general. That's the first book I want to recommend, The Applause of Heaven. The Applause of Heaven, I, I remember... I remember there was a story about how Max Lucado starts off the chapter about how he was on a plane and he was so ready to go home after having so many speaking engagements as a speaker, as a Christian pastor or speaker and in a few different cities or towns outside his own state. Um, it was time for him to go home and he was sitting on a plane just anticipating going home. And by the end of the story, he was kind of like twisting that around to share that as an analogy for how we should anticipate going back to our real home that is heaven. So that's why the book is called The Applause of Heaven. I've given you a little spoiler to one of the starting of the chapters of the book. So if you, if, again, if you really like to transition into reading about Christian living and something that will feed your soul, I really want to uh, recommend The Applause of Heaven. The second book I want to recommend, I won't go into it too much, but I will just share a little story of behind the scenes of how I got the book. Uh, but let me just name the book first. The book is by Pastor Brian Houston, who is the senior pastor of Hillsong Church, uh, the mega church founded in Australia. And the book title is called Live, Love, Lead. And it's a pretty thick book that I will admittedly say can be a heavy read here and there but it's only heavy because i think there's so much of substance and content to the book that you know if you are a leader and you are a potential leader and you are someone who serves in church and someone who just loves life and want to love life i think this is the book for you um you know, take your time to read it, take even six months to read it you know process the book don't rush through some of these books because i think rushing through them doesn't give them justice. And so I just want to recommend this book, um, Live, Love, Lead, just to repeat the title again. And yeah, interesting story about how we got it. So we, my dad and I went to visit Hillsong uh, for the Hillsong conference in 2014 and 2015. And I think this book came out in 2014 and it was launched at the conference. The amazing spirit that this church had and this pastor had um, he actually shared that uh, he really wanted so many people to be blessed by this book and it didn't matter whether you are a Christian or whether you are not a Christian. He believed that this book, um, he was so convicted that this book could go out and reach people of different backgrounds and, and bless so many others, um, you know, using Christian principles of how to lead and successful principles at that, you know, because they came from the Bible. Yeah, so he... He just surprised the entire stadium, you know, at the conference, 
a stadium full of conference attendees giving it out for free to each one and to pay it forward. So he actually wanted each person to give this book to another person. So each attendee got a free Live Love Lead book to give it to someone. So I I immediately wrote the name of the someone who got brought into my mind. Uh, but the next time I could actually go into um, into a Christian bookstore, I actually got the book and I even got the devotional that was based that was based off the book. So yes, if you are a potential leader, if you are a leader already, if you are a young leader, if you are someone who loves to serve uh, God's kingdom, if you if you just love life and you and you just want to increase your influence in some way or another, which we are all called to, um, especially if you are a Christian, I want to recommend this book. This book is called Live, Love, Lead. Finally, my final book that I would like to recommend uh, is called The Purpose Driven Life. And The Purpose Driven Life is a bestseller. You know, it's known all over the world. It is written also by a pastor, uh, his name is Pastor Rick Warren, R-I-C-K-W-A-R-R-E-N, Pastor Rick Warren. He is the senior pastor of Saddleback Church in the U.S. And he wrote this book and I cannot say how much this book has influenced me and my life enough. Um, I actually read it a little bit as a teen and I, and I don't think I went past the first or the second chapter and I read it again in my 20s and it, it, it just gets better because with each time you grow in different phases of life and you read this book again, it gives you so much more. It gives you another it gives you another level of perspective. It gives you another level of understanding um, you know how God made us and why God made us and and how to live your life with a purpose, with meaning. And I think you know, so many people in today's culture have mental health issues because we are looking in the wrong places for solutions. And uh, when I was 18, I, I, I said I read the first and the second chapter as a teen. But that was because as a teen, uh, in my church youth group, we used this book as a lesson plan, as an outline for uh, to draw up some lessons. And so um, the purpose-driven life definitely can be read by teens it can be read in your 20s and i would recommend even reading it uh, maybe once a decade because i think it it again as i said it gives you so much more perspective with each level and each phase of life that you go through i just want to read an excerpt from the book before i end this episode which i think really got to me and even up until today i still go back to it every few years even once a year maybe i i actually read this quote or this passage again and again just to remind me of a purpose-driven life that I'm meant to live. So let me just uh, open up the book and read this excerpt to you. Here's reading the first paragraph from the first chapter of The Purpose-Driven Life. It all starts with God. It's not about you. The purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your career, or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. 
If you want to know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by His purpose and for His purpose. That's just the first paragraph of this book. And I think many times when people look for meaning in life, when people look for purpose in life, they look inward, they see, they ask the question, what am I here for? Not what has God placed me here for? Or what has God made me for? And I think if we flip the script and we look at it and we look at life, you know, the purpose of life in a very different way, you know, the way we live will be very different. And so I want to recommend this book, especially for teens, especially if you are struggling in in purpose and meaning in life, that you pick up this book and don't just read that first paragraph, but go beyond, read the entire book. You will be truly blessed, encouraged, uplifted, and you will learn so much. So that's what I want to recommend. So the three books, again, I just want to repeat the titles of the three books. The first book is called The Applause of Heaven by Max Lucado. The second book is called Live, Love, Lead by Brian Houston. And the third book is called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. So those are the three books I want to recommend you to read before 30. And I just want to close by saying, you know, reading is hard. Reading is especially hard in this day and age. As I said, it is the digital age. It is difficult to pick up a book and start reading them. You know, even up until today, sometimes when I struggle to find the discipline to read, I actually put it in my to-do list to read one chapter or two chapters a day and slowly go from there just to find that sense of achievement that, hey, I finished a book within this month. You know, so if you go one chapter a day, you would be able to finish 20 chapters within a month, you know, even if you take the weekends off. So I want to encourage you, start this habit of reading. And reading is an awesome habit because when you read, you know, when you know, you understand. And when you understand, you learn to apply it into your own life. And especially if you are a Christian, reading is so important because reading helps us enjoy God's word, you know, the written word of God. And, you know, Sometimes I look at reading as a reflection of most of my good habits. You know, even if you want to exercise, even if you want to start a creative hobby, just like I starting this podcast series, it was. it is so difficult to, to fix all the equipment together and put everything together. You know, it, it sometimes can be a tedious job. But when you get it done, it is not only a sense of fulfillment. You not only find yourself feeling good about you know completing something but you just need to start doing it you know and it doesn't matter how great it turns out but starting it gives you some form of motivation to continue it and so i just want to encourage you whatever good habits you have been procrastinating or putting off right now i just want to encourage you just start just start again i took a long hiatus with this podcast And yes, it is a bit tedious to go through episodes, to write the scripts for each episode and to go through the content of each episode and then to record it and edit it. But you know what? Starting something can have its amazing effects. And so I just want to encourage you again, even as we close, to, you know, just keep going, persevere. Uh, But if you need to start a good habit, start today. Do not procrastinate. And yes, get someone to 
to encourage you along the way as well. So that's all from me. Those are the three must-read books before 30. So that's me, the Unaverage Joe, signing out, wishing you God's best for the coming week. Yeah.